It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. It's meant to make you forget about your homework or the fact that you just got fired from your job or you and your girlfriend had a fight. It's meant, it's a legal high. It's meant to take you away from the fact that after the concert, you've got to go fight the parking lot traffic. For those three hours that you're in our concert, it's magic time. You wanted the best and you got it! The highest band in the land, Kiss! Army, you wanted the best and you got it. I am Matt Porter and we are back. It is magic time. You heard yeah. Gene say it. I want you to forget all your problems. I want you to forget that you know you had trouble at work because it was the best week ever at work. We're having the best time ever. Oh my god. We're in the kiss room. And look, we got one of my favorite people on the planet on the line. Chris Sinzak, are you there? Uh-huh. I am here. How you doing? Oh, Chris, I couldn't be any better right now. We're talking to you now. Look, everybody on the planet that's within the sound of my voice, which is everybody right now, knows Chris Sinzak, of course, from the Decibel Geek podcast. And, of course, he is one of the architects behind the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. And I am thrilled to have you back on the Kiss Room to talk about what's going to be the event of the year, as it always is, Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 2023. Chris, lay it on us. Well, yeah, so um, <clears throat> so we took this year off. The Rock and Pod weekend is going to happen March 17th through the 19th, 2023, which is different. We're doing it in the spring this time. We usually do it in the heat of the summer, so it'll be a little cooler for everybody to hang out on patios and stuff around the event, so that'll be fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're... Uh, Moving to a much bigger venue, uh, we're going to have the expo at the Nashville Fairgrounds, one of their new buildings, and uh, we're going from the biggest room we've ever been in was 8,000 square feet. This one's going to be 30,000 plus wow. square yeah. feet. <laughs> you know what? One thing, I'm just going to interject on that. Thinking back to Rock and Pod 1, which was basically mm-hmm. inside like a strip mall, to like this is like an arena. I mean, that's you know, there's <laughs> bands that don't get to play in a, for that you know big of a space. How's it been the progression? And I've been to everyone because obviously every year you throw a great event and I love coming to it. Thinking about those early days, the early days in that strip mall right next to the scoreboard and the hot chicken up to now booking your biggest venue. What has been the journey? Um, every year I wonder if I should have my head examined. That's the first um, uh, no, it just, it gets bigger every time, but, um, yeah, there was something special about that, that first one. And, and hi, Bobby, we talked on the phone recently Yes, and, uh, it was, uh, we were kind of reminiscing on that first year and like, you know, it does grow every year, but there was something kind of special about that first year with the vibe. But we, I do think we've done good at keeping, you know, a nice, uh, friendly, happy neighbor like vibe every year. It's, it's, it's always a fun hang for everybody. And there's always, of course, there's celebrities that come and, and lots of podcasters from all over the country and sometimes from out of the country. And, um, but it, it's always a fun weekend. Everybody kind of drops the drama and gets along and, uh, 
as I mentioned in a promo video recently, social media is fine, but nothing will replace real human contact. Well, that's what I said right from the first one was it was your Facebook life come to life because suddenly yeah. everybody who you only know via their carefully tilted selfie snapshot Facebook profile picture was right there, you know, and, and that was the thing. I mean, meeting everybody for the first time, people that we had listened to for so long via their podcast were right in the room. You're sitting, you're talking, you can't believe it. And then here comes a celebrity, but everybody was so down to earth and has been every year i think that's one of the hallmarks is that everybody comes in it feels like a level playing field like you know you have these guys who are super well-known celebrities but they're all giving of their time you know whether you're a listener or a podcaster or everything yeah. i never felt like anybody was like oh i can't be bothered to talk to you, <laughs> you know, which I think is incredible, you know, and now the real question, the thing that everybody's going to want to know, what is the weather going to be like in March? Because I've only ever been there in the summer. Like you said, it was hot. It's usually really nice around yeah. around that time, you know, probably like highs in the 60s, low 70s usually. It's usually really comfortable. That's going to be fantastic. I mean, I really can't wait. So can you tell us the new venue, um, like what are some of the features of this new venue that might be different from people who have been there in the past versus maybe people are thinking they're on their fence right now. They want to say, look, I need to go. What can I expect? Well, you know, we, we did it at the Hilton last year, which was a fun place to do it. But uh, at the same time, it was very segmented. You know, we had uh, we had different things in different rooms. The podcasters were kind of huddled off into a separate ballroom and, I had good intentions with that. Didn't really work out the way I wanted it to. Um, and then also we had like education track speakers, but that was up on the second floor. We we used like every inch of available space they had, and I knew the minute we got set up, I was like, we've already outgrown this venue. So <laughs> right. the uh, the the thing with the fairgrounds and the thing that will kind of take you back to the first couple of years is everything is going to be in the same room, but it's a very very big room. I love it. Um, but the, the the building opened up in 2019, and then thanks to the pandemic, shut it down for over a year. So mm. it's essentially a brand new building. Uh, well, one thing podcasters will like to know: there are plug outlets in the floor, so that will make things a lot easier for people. Yes. And uh, also, the the space for podcasters will be much bigger. All the, each podcast that's a platinum podcaster will have their own ten by ten space, so it'll be it'll be a lot more comfortable for everybody. That sounds fantastic. And look, anybody that's just tuning into the Kiss Room right here on Monaco Radio, we are talking to the great Chris Sinzak, you know, from the Decibel Geek, Decibel Geek Podcast, <laughs> as well as the Nashville Rocket Podcast. I'm not sure what I just said, but if I have to edit that out. But the uh, look, everybody that's listening, you go to rock, pizza you had for rock letter N pod.com, or if you go to Nashville Rock Letter N pod expo.com, but rock and pod expo.com will take you right to all the information like we were just saying the rock and pod 2023 will be march 17th through the 19th now i do want to give a shout out my wife's birthday is the 17th but i'll be in nashville so amy I'll, you'll have a happy birthday whether i'm there or not um so that's exciting i mean i think it is that's a difference for sure is changing the time of the year you know for us it's lucky here at monaco that happens to be our spring break week so uh i'll be you know coming back nice and hot, all hot chickened up it'll be great Yes, you will. Well, Matt, <laughs> Matt, I want you to know that um, the expo is, is would never be the same without you. So it means a lot <laughs> that you're that you're going to be coming, and because uh, you are kind of the spirit of the whole thing, you know you 
I've, I've bent your ear when I've been stressed out about stuff, but you always had a belief in, in me and the, in the event. And it, it means a lot to have you there every year. And I'm, and I want you to come and I want you to just have a ball. Don't stress about anything and just enjoy yourself. You know, I do every year. I never stress out. It's, you know, although the funniest thing was, uh, you know, last year was just the thing that I really remember was sitting in that theater watching the, uh, Kiss meets the Phantom oh, of the Park, and as I'm sitting there, my wife's texting me saying she has tested positive for COVID. That's what stresses me out. And then in the meantime, I'm watching Kiss meets the Phantom on a theater screen. What could have been better? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, there is something in the works to do another movie screening, and it will be Kiss related. Oh, fantastic! Oh, nice. oh, you're, it's music to my ears, Chris. You know, are there any kind of? I mean, I know we're really early out. We wanted to announce it early so people could start making travel plans and you know spring break plans and all that kind of stuff. But do you have any kind of Christmas secrets gifts. that? Yeah, it could be a Christmas present. Look, hey, honey, I got to stick it to Nashville yeah. to hang out with podcasters. Jingle <laughs> like, all the way. Are there any? <laughs> like early, early kind of things you can tell us. I know every year there's like really cool surprises, and it seems like every week as it gets closer, it's a new person's added or a, a band or an event. Is there anything this early out that you can kind of let us in on? Well, there's a few things. <clears throat> there's a few things that I, I can't really announce, but there are a lot of things in the works right now around the X. The expo will happen Saturday, March 18th, but also. My friend Mark Ballard, who uh, worked with me with vendors last year, is also, we did a joint contract with the fairgrounds, so not only are we doing <clears throat> Rock and Pod on Saturday, there's going to be what they're calling Nashville Comic Weekend taking wow. place on Sunday in the same room. So it's going to be comics and pop culture and toys and all kinds of cool stuff, and there will be some guests that will be at both days. Also, if you're a podcaster and you want to, have an extra day to promote to a different crowd. We have a discounted um, registration link for that. Uh, all of it's through the ticketing site, GrowTix. We are revamping the website right now. It'll be 100% official in the next couple of weeks. But but you can go to the ticketing, ticketing site right away and, and book everything. But, um, well, I did make an announcement about an hour before I got on the phone with you. I wanted to have something to talk about. So um, thanks to Bobby, who uh, is Bobby's helping me a lot behind the scenes. Thank you, um, We're doing we are doing. Uh, we are having uh, legendary rock photographer Mark Weiss at the yeah. event. We just had Mark on the show. Oh, okay. Awesome. He called in and he was fantastic. And that was one of the things that I was so inspired by was, now I've known Bobby for about 10 years. And when he came back from the Monsters on the Mountain and having been an intern directly with, I mean, think about Mark Weiss as, as a photographer Every band who's a band has been in front of that guy's camera. And especially as a fan of hair metal and things like that, every band that I like and every band that I listen to has been photographed by him. So Bobby came back having learned from directly from him. I had never seen him so excited. And I've seen Bobby pretty excited. <laughs> the, you know, the, uh, so I think, I mean, that kind of opportunity, that was, I asked him if, if everybody goes back and listens to the harem replay, or if you heard it live, I asked him, you know, how did he get started? Who were his mentors? Because I really feel like the fact that he is giving back to people like Bobby, to people like Zach Kohler, who we talked to on on Harem, they're learning from a guy who really is a master. And I, it's well, absolutely look at the opportunity he gave me last week, you yeah. know, which has been tremendous. I, I mean, going to Boston and Mark going, look, I got you an access pass to shoot Extreme and Aerosmith for the 50th anniversary. 
you're doing it for me. And I'm thinking, that is some freaking big shoes to fill. <laughs> to shoot Aerosmith at Fenway Park, not to do it as a photographer, but to do it as Mark Weiss. Bobby just turn. likes saying Beantown, too. <laughs> Beantown, you know, <laughs> Beantown. But, I, I, I mean, amazing. And then, uh, Chris, you and I had the conversation, and I uh, brought Mark in, and now for you, I'm going to let you elaborate on this, but having Mark be involved in Nashville... Wow. Yeah, it, uh, we're, I'm super ex- excited to have him involved. And, and Bobby uh, Bobby came on board as a sponsor for Rock and Pod this year and um, is helping me behind the scenes. And we're planning some really cool stuff, some stuff involving Mark and then also like some special stuff for sponsors, VIPs. And yeah, we're, and I'm looking at live music probably every night of the weekend, yes. too. There's yes. concerts being right now too well i'm working with a company with uh <coughs> gee uh very close to you so uh we won't drop the uh the their son's name uh oh wait <laughs> bobby's a name dropper he drops so many names we have to bend over and pick him up oh wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink wink no. <laughs> you know, I mean, and that's fantastic. I think one of the things that's always very exciting about Rocket Pod is that you're adding things usually almost right up to the date. And like I said, I mean, we're obviously we're kind of far out from the date, even though it's it's not that many months ago. But I mean, that's kind of one of the fun things. Everybody needs to follow, you know, RocketPodExpo.com or follow it on Facebook because there's constantly updates to things that are going to happen. And and I think that's part of the excitement as well. So really, a lot of time, I like I thought, I just want to kind of get the word out now that people really need to start thinking about it. They need to start planning ahead. You know, it's some people, this could be their vacation of the year. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to cosplay as me during the, uh, the comic book thing the next day, even better. So start growing out your chin beard right now, gain a couple hundred pounds. You can play me for sure. (laughs) Uh, That's a blast. I think even that idea, that's another kind of value added. The idea that one day would be the rock and pot expo. The next day would be a comic book expo. Cause boy, that's kind of sums up my whole life. And I think a lot of people listening can totally relate to loving both. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty great. He's got something ready. I don't know what that was. Yeah, no, we're, you know, Rock fans, we're all collectors, and and we, you know, let's face it, especially rock podcasters, we're all nerds. So it's like it makes sense <laughs> and stuff. It it all just works together, you know. You know, back then they used to call it hoarders. <laughs> well, you know, but one thing I'm going to say is, look, uh, shout out right off the bat, Robert Bentley. Get your armor nice and armored up because uh, that yeah. was one of the highlights when when Bob showed up in that armor every time. And you talk about cosplaying, and he looks just like Gene and a young Gene. He's 1976 Gene, you know, and, and I love that. And I, I can't. Well, that's my favorite thing. I just can't wait to kind of see everybody again. You know, the last couple of years have been so weird. So the idea of, hey, look, Bob, you're going to have your uh, demon costume everybody will be there it's going to be great well the great thing is with chris doing it in march uh, and he and i talked uh there's no winter nam next year there's no summer nam there's april nam april nam april nam (laughs) that sounds like like a comic book character right there i know hi my name's april nam can you save me Which is going to be in Anaheim and then 2024, and I did talk, so it'll be back in Anaheim in 2020, but we don't know. But Chris doing this in March, the great thing is a lot of bands are just gearing up and 
practicing and everything. And a lot of the bands live in Nashville, which is amazing. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of leads on on potential guests that are coming. I've got I've got a few you know people that are considering it. But yeah, I anticipate probably our biggest guest list we've ever had. Mm. You know, and that's incredible when you think about some of the people that we've had the chance to meet in the past. And I'm not going to lie, I listened to my old shows. I went back and listened to some of the Rock and Pod Expos during the summer. I'd float around in the pool, and I'd listen to myself because I enjoy, I'm a mark for myself. But when you think about the people that we've had, like I listened back to my last year's one, like the fact that I could get somebody like Mark Goodman or Sandy Gennaro, and you have these conversations directly with them. John Billings telling us how he started playing bass because of Gene Simmons, you know. Craig Gass. I mean, right. just, stuff like that. Just incredible. So I, yeah, was, I a, enjoy listening yeah. to myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thinking about that, Chris, even like, you know, you run kind of with two hats. You're the organizer of the Rock and Pod. You're also the host of the very popular Decibel Geek podcast. What are some of the guests that you've had on either the Rock and Pod Expo list or your Decibel Geek show that you've really enjoyed the most or learned the most from or things like that? Oh, wow. There's so many. I'm putting you um, on the spot. I know. That's like a boom. <laughs> well, one that, um, you know, we sadly lost last year. But, what, you know, it's sometimes, a lot of times it's a guest coming on to promote something. So, you know, you have a, a nice conversation. It's friendly. And then you don't really speak again. But every once in a while, they become friends of yours, as you guys know. And uh, Gary Corbett was one who became a true friend of ours. And, you know, we sadly, we lost him last year. But it you know, his interviews about his days in KISS were pretty mind-blowing. And uh, he always believed in me and Rock and Pod and everything. So yeah, that was a big one. But, I mean, some of the, as far as bigger name guests, I mean, Desmond Child is one that, I'm, that I was happy to get uh, a few years back. Uh, you know, there's been several people that, that we just love. Uh, oh, in the, in the KISS world, uh, Pixie Esmond, who was their mm -hmm. costume person uh, on the Dynasty Tour, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, just had... <laughs> the most amazing stories about playing pranks on Gene and Paul. That was amazing. So yeah, you know, it's uh, we've funny. had a lot in kiss kiss podcasts. I think in a lot of ways, I know in the beginning of the rock and pod to me, it felt like rock and pod where there was this foundation of kiss podcast because you know, you had mm -hmm. the kiss, the podcast, of course, meeting Ken Mills. That was the hottest ticket on the first rock and pod, <laughs> the Gary Schaller, Ken Mills meet and greet. And Decibel Geek is not a KISS podcast necessarily, but you guys have had some of the best KISS content, you know, that's out there. Starting, oddly enough, and, and it certainly ties into Rock and Pod with Vinnie Vincent. So it's just like, you know, that saga just, you know, everybody always thinks about it. Um, Vinny who? Who are you talking about? You know, some guy. He was, he was oh, yeah. in KISS. I don't know, Chris. <laughs> Uh, it's too much um, you know i mean that's the thing is and one of the things that i always do remark on the fact that i mean you know like you said sometimes you get to meet these people and they're so down to earth you know that's i'm it's funny you say even gary corbett uh, you know ron jones obviously has really had a great run here he's doing his let it rip he does his saturday night show on adz radio and he always says to me hey matt or actually he says hey matt because he's got you know that great voice matt that was my first ever interview that i ever did was gary corbett you let me do it at the rock and pot i'm like hey they were buddies it was fun i just held the microphones it was great you yeah. know like things well, like that yeah, like those serendipitous kind of meetings i think are just so fantastic yeah and and you know speaking of ron let me give a shout out to people like ron and tracy mcandrew and andy connors who does sound and um you know blackie and christine and 
all the volunteers. We, we've had so many amazing people that have helped out with this event over the year, over, over all the years, and, um, you know, it's definitely not just me. There's no way to pull off an event like this every year and have people go home happy without a great team of people that are working with you. So, um, yeah, if it wasn't for all those people and many more that I'm probably forgetting to name, um, you know, Alan Tate from Ages of Rock, he helps out a lot, too. Um, there's just there's so many people that behind the scenes, and if, if you don't appreciate them, you don't have a successful event, you know. You know, and that's, I think, last year, that was definitely one of the takeaways. There was that team of people, you know, ushering people around, ushering the guests around, giving us what yeah. we need. People that, you know, re- that you could see, they were not there to hang out and just kind of, woo, I'm here. They were there to work. And it was amazing yeah. the team that you had created and the scope that had expanded to include, you know, just that much more organization that made everything flow so well. And I think as a podcaster, as somebody there, you know, not just as a fan, I certainly enjoyed seeing all that because it helped me. But I think as a fan, it experience, you know, the experience has improved because everybody, like you said, is in a good mood. Nobody's walking around confused. Nobody's like, oh, I can't find an outlet to plug my thing in because all these people, they knew what was going on. They had it. You had it all worked out. And to that whole team, shout out, just as somebody who has enjoyed going every year i say shout out because i know how much work you all put into it and it is incredible it's an incredible lift and you know we're certainly glad i'm glad just to promote it because i want everybody to come and have as much fun as i do at nashville rock and pot expo every year thank you and uh, as i mentioned we are working on several really cool guests that we're going to going to announce i will announce that one person that will not be announced as a guest is sam loomis just in case you were wondering <laughs> Well, you know, no, I had heard that you are Sam Loomis. Is that is there any truth to that? Because everybody has claimed they are at some point Sam Loomis. <laughs> I, do good to, I, I do good to work a DVD player. I'm not that technologically <laughs> smart. Uh, you know, on that happy you note, know, Chris, is there anything else you'd like to say to the KISS Army listening all around the planet? Well, you know, th- this crazy band has caused so many um, amazing friendships to to form and you know, if it wasn't for Kiss, I never would have gotten into podcasting. I would have never met Matt, Ken, Bobby, all you great people. And I never would have launched Rock and Pod. So, I mean, I, you know, Kiss is kind of responsible for a lot of stuff. So, um, Kiss fans are the best. They're the most dedicated people on the planet. And uh, I'm just excited to see as many of you as possible next March. And take a picture with me. I always forget to take so many pictures with people. So, yeah, please do that next year. But I'm just stoked you guys are coming back and love you all. Chris, it's so fantastic. Now, look, obviously, anybody that's just tuning in, this is the great Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek Podcast, and you know that you want to mark down on your calendar right now, Rock and Pod 2023, March 17, 18, 19. So it's really it's Saturday the 18th is really the main part of the uh, Rock and Pod. It is in Nashville, Tennessee. You can go to Rock, the letter N, Pod Expo, and uh, you know get all the information. It really is everything you need. Nashville, Rock rocknpodexpo.com rockletternpodexpo.com however you want to get there just get there i'll share it again in my facebook obviously we got a couple months to plan but we want you to plan now to be there so chris thanks a million chris real quick right before we go so i just sent you a text from a friend uh john at uh, hipson's uh Take a look. <laughs> so that was a secret code of what Bobby just said. And look, we'll talk about this. Hopefully, because Bobby is the co-host here, we'll have all the exclusives. So exclusive. <laughs>
<laughs> Chris, thanks a million. All right, thanks, Chris. Everybody tuned in. You're listening to Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. <laughs> It is Kiss Room Friday for everybody that's tuned in. Obviously, we just had a great time talking to Chris Sinzak, one of my favorite people on the planet. That guy makes things happen. He really does. You're all my favorite people on the planet, too, that are tuned in. It's a Kiss Room Friday. Now, look, I want to play something for you. If you listen to the August issue of the Kiss Room, and I hope that you did, at the start of the show, we were having problems with the phone. I was going a little crazy, like I'm even crazier than usual. I'm in a much better mood today. But at the start, I bumped the button. I played a song. In the background, and you hear me go, you know, it's Matt Porter. And then you hear this song come on, and I'm like, oh, let, let him all be fuddled, and I'm fading it down and everything. And I asked everybody in, in the, you know, the Facebook group, do you know what the song is? And oddly enough, nobody seemed to know it. And it's a great song. And I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to cue it up now. Everybody jump into the Facebook. You tell me when I start playing it, do you know it? Obviously, you will once it starts. You'll get the vocal. There's a brilliant vocal in this song. See if you can tell me who it is, and if not, I'll tell you who it is on the other side. 
All right, now look, even uh, Bill Elam, who is a musical genius, he says, I don't even know that song. Now look, that song is called One More Chance, and it's from a band called The Sky. Now the reason why you're thinking to yourself, well, Matt, why would I know that song? The lead singer is Robert Fleischman, who you all know from either Vinnie Vincent Invasion or his time in Journey, you know, wrote Wheel in the Sky. I've had him on the Kiss Room a couple times at different expos, uh, you know, things like that. You know Robert Fleischman's voice. That is a ninth, that's a 2014 album called Majestic. And oddly enough, we were just speaking with Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek podcast at the last Nashville Rock and Pod Expo, I had Andre LaBelle as a guest, and he plays drums on that track. So, The Sky, Majestic, 2014. That song is called One More Chance. That's the song that I made the mistake last month, hit it, tried talking over it, because, of course, you know, if you're going to mess something up, you got to mess it up good. That's the way I do it. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, now you learn a new song that you might love. We like playing new songs. That's not maybe a new song, 2014. That's new to me, right? And it's new to you because nobody knew what it was. Even all of you that really have these great encyclopedic kind of knowledges, you know, that's what it's about. The other thing that really is kind of incredible when you think about it uh i've talked about this before is you know when the makeup came off when you think about lick it up you know thinking back in your mind you know those of you that are old like me you know for a while kiss was putting out a new album every september right as we went back to school and my high school years were pretty much every the start of every year meant a new kiss album because this is something really big and you know what's what it's no wait this is a really big moment. See, I should get that right. And look, I'm just going to send out a song right now. The last couple of months, I've had some turmoil, but a lot of people that have your back. This song, of course, is about a billion years old itself. We're going to talk about this. Think about this. September 16th, I'm broadcasting live today. September 16th, 1985. So that can that really be 37 years ago? Think about that. Don't do the math. Just turn up this song. Thanks to everybody who's got my back. Here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Yeah, look it up. Animalize, Asylum, Crazy Nights all have birthdays and anniversaries in September, as do the Kiss solo albums. And if you wait till uh, the top of the hour, the Kiss Room House Band has something very special planned, which is going to be a live tribute to those solo albums. It's songs that you love off the solo albums done by the super talented Frank Galanti, Jerry Lee Watkins. You know the Kiss Room House Band. They know how to do it. And you're going to hear it at the top of the hour here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Also, I wanted to send a bunch of shout-outs. Uh, you know, we got people that share the link. It's getting harder and harder to get people to see the link because Facebook, Instagram, they bury anything with a, uh, in, you know, with the hashtag or really with a uh, URL. If I put thekissroom.com, I can guarantee nobody's going to see my link. But, hey, those of you that have shared the link, Eric Alberti shared it in his Kiss Cave group. I have a Kiss room. He and Julie have a full Kiss Cave. I love it. Mikhail Burel, Pasquale Vary from the Kiss Army Nation podcast. Obviously another great podcast about Kiss and Kiss fans. Tony Mann, Scott Parker, Craig Bauer, Javier Boaster, Kiss Army Omaha, Chris Fretwell, Joe Polo from Podcast Rock City, Britton Mitchell from Kiss Cosplay. Britton just getting over you know, some COVID, so we send him the best wishes. No better way to get out of a week covid than to sit here in your own kiss room al dent all the way down in florida uh joe laskin steve javorski john phillips chris sinzak thanks for calling in pal that was great chris simcoe mike simcoe carlos Espada is going to be calling us uh after the uh, kiss room house band today can't wait to talk to him eric st james Dottie jones sam dotton renee loscott Hannah Rogg, Alan Tate, Bill Elam, of course, Ron Jones and Mike Moon. Those guys are all tearing it up over A to Z radio.net. You can listen to all their great programming too. I mean, obviously Saturday nights, if you're uh, feeling uptight on a Saturday night, Ron Jones doing his thing on there every week, decades of decadence. And we like that. Um, Eric and Judy Wisniewski, of course, the Electric Crush. You can hear them every Wednesday, although I think they might be on vacation this week, so you might get a replay, but that would be worth it just as much to listen to. Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum, AJ Zonin, Anthony Porter, Madison Porter, and my lovely wife, Amy Porter, all do hit the share link. I want to give a shout-out. Uh, Matt Davis from the band Blitz. I think his birthday might have been yesterday, so happy birthday to Matt. Kevin Simpson, obviously, guitars in there, and I want to give a shout out Stuart Corden listening all the way over in Nottingham and uh, Stu dialed me up on our we were Bobby and I were going to go out for lunch and we were driving down in Bobby's car and also my Facebook phone rings and it's none other than Stuart calling me all the way from the UK had a nice little chat that guy's a diamond I'll give you a shout out he sent me a video that he had worked on just doing really positive things it's all those positive people it's positive people that you do fun things with uh, you know really it's the kind of thing that makes good things come to your mind kind of like this song takes me back in my mind to uh very specific times and places because i know tears are falling and oh no tears are falling here in the kiss room on mako radio where music and minds meet
Yeah, now that look, that takes me back to about 11th grade. You kind of remember where you were? Joe Laskin posted, it reminds me of staggering around the Kiss Cruise in the wee hours of the morning. That's incredible. It's 1985, so that would be, oh my gosh, it was right after Live Aid, right after the bombing of the Move House. Wow, think of all that crap that happened in 85. I don't, I don't remember the bad stuff. I only remember the good stuff. Um, I, uh, <laughs> the move out? <laughs> it's the move on. You know, it's, yeah, we got the top on. of the hour. We got the Kiss Room House Band. Oh, I can already Ricky wait. Cook posted he's going to go see Kiss in a week. So how about that? The fact that here we are. Look, I'm thinking I'm throwing my mind back to 11th grade, being excited, you know, excited for that new album. And here we are in 2022, still enjoying it. Now, look, last month we had some great fun. We had Evan Healy in here. He played some new songs from the Brothers McCready. We had my brother in here doing great stuff. Three Chord Money. If you go to threechordmoney.com, yes. they're up on Bandcamp now. You can hear all that stuff. Anthony Porter, one of the greatest people to ever come in and put his voice on the airways of Monco Radio, Uncle A. But now look, the question last month was, Where's Bobby Dre? You weren't here. Talk about your adventure. Where were you last month when we were on here on the Kiss Room? Wait, what day was that? Wait, so it was wait, Gatlinburg. Wait. I was Gatlinburg, you know, I was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee with the bear. You know, I was down there with the Run bear. Run from the bear. I was running from the bear. I was with uh, Mr. Mark Weiss doing a photo intern workshop with he, Zach Kohler. There were four of us down there who were doing a shooting in the pit with everybody from... God, we had uh, John Karabi, we had Striper, D- Stephen Piercy, um, gosh, who, who didn't we have? Vixen, you know. Um, and then Mark, just being with him and learning from him was a, a, an amazing outlet on its own. And, uh, you know, from that came stemming into, well, the day before I left, I, I shot Uncle Ted at Keswick Theater, which, <laughs> oh my gosh, a lifetime experience. But 14-year-old me geeked out that night more than anything and then drove down to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, and then last week being in Boston, Beantown. Beantown. <laughs> uh, with the boys from, the bad boys from Boston. We two of them, you know, uh, Aerosmith and Extreme. I mean, just an incredible week. Uh, just everything. That, shooting the Jacksons last week, last Saturday. Shooting the Fifth Dimension now with look, Nitro when we say Nitro. shooting, he's snapping photography. Snapping. I was snapping my he's camera. He's a snapper. I'm a snapper. You know, now here's the funny thing. Obviously, we broadcast here from Montgomery County Community College. We love the fact that September means a lot of new smiling faces, people coming in the door, having the best time ever. You're out there really learning it by doing it, which I find so exciting. And, you know, we, we talked to Mark Weiss during the harem episode. Like, I think we even mentioned that with when we had Chris on. But I think that's what's amazing is the fact that your mentor is somebody who has snapped photos of every band that's a band. You know, and certainly anybody that's listening to the Kiss Room that liked what I still affectionately call hair metal, he shot everybody's photo. And the album covers and that. And you asked Mark the question. I asked him too. I said, Mark, did you, you know, how did you get it? He basically got his camera cutting grass, right. 12 years old, shoving it down his pants, taking photos at Kiss, Aerosmith, every, and selling them for a buck of photos. See how it's funny, Chris mentioned you know, Rock and Pod was influenced by Kiss. Think of that, Mark Weiss got in trouble for selling Kiss pictures outside of a Kiss concert. <laughs> I, I mean, and I keep thinking, 
But I keep laughing. I'm going, well, the camera I have now, there was no. And if you've seen what I shot with at Boston, if I would have put that down my pants, I mean. They'd be like, hey, yeah, how, you doing, buddy? how are you doing? Nice to see you. <laughs> and that was a 600 millimeter lens. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big lens in your pocket? You're just glad to see me. Oh, hey, Mr. Well. Tyler, going down. <laughs> Talk about a sweet emotion. <laughs> there you go. See, now look, and you've been out having all kind of fun. I mean, that's you know, and discovering new bands. You, you know, we if anybody that tuned in, obviously the hour before the kiss room is always harem. The nice thing with that, it's the tailgate party outside of the spectrum, right? You played some new music today, Bad Marriage. Two bad great marriage band. from Boston, and then Cody Parks and Dirty South, which again I I gotta Say from Nashville, Tennessee. Hopefully, uh, we'll have them somehow involved with Mr. Zinzak in March. But these guys are great. They're they're Uncle A would love them to death. They they are the Johnny Cash meets Pantera with that old ACDC gritty grime to it. And it was just like I heard some new bands, and uh, you know, thank God they weren't like uh, you know the uh, the fleet that you use. Well, you know, Bad Marriage was just on your other show, The Metal Summit. Yeah. Obviously, everybody that's a fan of Bobby and everybody's a fan of Bobby watches The Metal Summit on Wednesdays. And that that is the vibe. There's definitely like that old school rock vibe. I get kind of a southern rock vibe. I mean, I don't know if they would love that they're tag, more but you can the feel that. They're more of the East Coast. Yeah. That period of extreme, very hook rift. Uh, the great thing about when I seen him, I kept going, oh, I hear Cinderella, I hear Britney, I hear the stuff we grew up on from Lamar's, where everything was hook-based, where, it, you know, look, you listen to Aerosmith's Last Child, you, you ACDC, you hear, eh, and, 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 you know, and you keep that continuous riff going, it's going to lock you in. Yeah. Same thing with these guys. It was that thing, you could tell it was like an old beat-up Chevy, and you wanted to, Cody Park was the same thing, it's like... I played the song, was it, Girls and Gasoline? <laughs> Girls and Gasoline, you can't uh, go wrong. No, it, it's stuff like that that's... See, and that's actually, that should be the name of the outro of uh, Harem, where you hear the car start up, and then you hear our, our little groupie say... <laughs> you know. I, it's kind of... And I will say this, look, if anybody looks at any of the posts from any of the photographers from Monsters on the Mountain, next year, when it becomes available... It is Larry who puts that together. It, it has to be one of the most incredible four-day events. The venue is out of this world. Gatlinburg is one of the most reasonable areas to go hang out. And then you got Dollywood three miles up the road, which is, and she was shooting her Christmas story at the time, which I thought was, so you had Willie Nelson and everything. It's like, we had a bear in the parking lot. I kicked a snake. And I in think the he middle. means a real bear, not no, the bear you usually bear. associate with Bobby. So it's just, you know. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing, I mean, obviously in the last month you've had an exciting time. There's also been a lot of excitement. I mean, Kiss put out that new off the soundboard live from Des Moines. 1977 now i love it because to me it sounds exactly what they've been saying it's going to be it's a raw recording it you know you still get some crackles and some pops but you know and you can't please everybody some people oh it's garbage it doesn't sound good but you know what really it sounds like what you think it's it sounds like a bootleg matt it's not how many bootlegs have we bought yeah i mean that we paid 30 bucks for it this guy you know at a flea market up right. at q mart that we were <laughs> I 
I got this off my uncle office, and he got it off an eight track coming off of this. I'm, I really like that. I think the new one is is really my favorite so far. I think it's fantastic. Uh, the other thing, I mean, obviously you've been out running around the planet. One thing, obviously, if you're listening to us here on Montgomery County Community College. Live from Bluebell PA Advanced Technology Center, the home of MontcoRadio.com, um, that's been the start of the new semester. And the start of the new semester means one thing here at Monco Radio, means a lot of new shows. So I want to give a shout out to really, you know, if you listen to me, if you listen to Bobby right here on Monco Radio, you want to tune into some other shows. I mean, obviously, look, you have your favorites. A Handful of Candy is back. Cam's Kiss Club will be back tomorrow morning, you know, 9 o'clock every Saturday. Though You tune into those already ready but now fridays eight to nine you got angie is into the seventh year of her show go all that jazz great way to start the day you're getting ready to go to work getting your teeth brushed you're driving in whatever you listen to that there's a great new show that started this morning if you're listening to me right now it's called fresh cream and he plays all kind of rock he played some southern rock and this guy lance who is the host of that is a young guy just started here at monco turned me on to rory gallagher i love somehow i had never known who rory gallagher and he says oh you gotta listen to this song it's called shadow play Man, I, where, I love it. It's just my favorite new song. And, I, and it's from 1971, I think, or yeah. something like that. Maybe 76, because that might have been later. And he passed away, too. Yeah, so, but, you I know. mean, young. But it was like, so I went to the Q Mart the next day and bought that song. Well, you who know, were with, the two guys who did the show yesterday? They did it on song soundtracks. But song, so there's not, a great show called Real Records, which is Thursday nights, you know, 6 to 8. You got a show called Vaz, which is all kind of Latin dance party music. He's on 8 to 10 on Thursday. I want you to go to montcoradio.com and look at the schedule page and start to notice there are lots of new shows coming in. It's people that are coming in that are going to be live, that are going to be, you know, right here. Bullocks with Bob. Bob Wagner, is uh, he's a friend of Candy, and he's all the way in Canada, has done some amazing shows. He's two shows deep. He did Really, the first one was all about post-Beatles, Paul McCartney. And then the last one that he just did this week that just dropped was on Queen, right? And it's specialized, very specialized. It's like, you know, really kind of very focused discussion. And the official Queen website shared that. So look, from Monco Radio, from Canada to Monco Radio, all the way to the official Queen website, that's pretty good. So kudos, Bob, on that accomplishment. That's that's uh, impressive, to be sure. And I'll tell you what, you know what's really super impressive? We're at the top of the hour. Bobby, anything you want to say before we go to the top of the hour? Uh, real quick, I, I, uh, Matt, last evening we had our first Mustang Lounge with Walt Lafty. So I, and I got to say, I had the opportunity to uh, shoot there and uh, take pictures. But it was um, Michael Kelly. It was uh, Jerry Callum, who was running it, uh, Mike Lightcap's uh, live sound students. It, it was great. It's our version of an open mic with some national players. Walt Lafty, former singer of Silver Tide. You know, look, I, if you're within the sound of my voice, you might be very far away. But if you're within driving distance of Monco, you need to come next month when they do it again, especially if they, I don't know if they're going to bring Walt back. But Walt Lafty is somebody, when his album comes out, which is going to be in the soon near future, I have a feeling that the, getting the chance to see him in a small venue like the For free. cafeteria of Monco <laughs> It's going to be hard to get because he's going to start shooting up like a rocket. I mean, I have a feeling that uh, he's going to take off. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, we'll give a shout-out to Michael Kelly, who was playing bass with him last night. Why don't we head into the top of the hour? Let's crank this up with the Kiss Room House Band. And you're listening to Modco Radio, where music and minds meet. Meet, meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. 
not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi everybody, it's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter! That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, and you got it. As I mentioned earlier in the show, you know, we talked about a lot of these albums that have anniversaries. And, of course, one of the great anniversaries in history was the release of the original four solo albums way back in 1978. And, obviously, to pay tribute to that momentous occasion, the Kiss Room House Band is going to bring you the hottest set. Now, look, if you say you want to hear these songs live, this is where you're going to hear these songs live, right here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. In studio with the Kiss Room House Band. Now, here's your host, Fran Galanti. Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Peter Chris, Ace Smiley, the Kiss Albums, won by each of the four Kiss stars. What's up, Kiss fans? Where did the summer go? It seemed like yesterday Gene was cooking burgers in my backyard. Well, September's here, the kids are heading back to school, and it's time to celebrate September 18, 1978. A date which will live in infamy. The much-anticipated release of the four Kiss solo albums had the industry abuzz, as no band had ever charted these waters. Considered a success as a Kiss product, the LP sold collectively around 2 million records. And we all know which one is the best. The Kiss Room House Band is proud to present our tribute to that era, recorded right here in the Kiss Room, absolutely live and uninterrupted. Let us know what you think. You can find this and our entire collection of incredible Kiss covers by searching the Kiss Room House Band on YouTube or Rumble. See you next month for our Kiss Crew special.
the streets by day Don't hear what all the others say It doesn't matter anyway
Now, look, if you, you can't get any better than that. Kiss Room House Band tearing it up, saluting the Kiss solo albums. Guys, thanks a million. That was always fun. And speaking of Kiss tribute bands on the line, joining us on his way to his gig tonight, we have author, artist, toy and concept designer, ordained minister, God of Thunder, Jennifer Williams Porter's favorite member of Kiss, none <laughs> other than Carlos Espada. Yeah! Oh, 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 oh. Hello, hello, hello. That's fantastic. I love that. Carlos, 
thrilled yeah. to hear from you again. Look, we've had you on before. You're always fun to talk to. You always have something great going on. And tonight is the debut, apparently, right, of Kiss It, correct? Yeah, well, we, we, we had Kiss It before. This is new, completely new concept of Kiss It uh, without makeup. So it's a non-makeup tribute band. Um, and I and, and sorry, let me uh, depart for a minute. I love the fact that I have 900 monikers before my name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like Apollo Creed. Uh, yeah, so with, uh, you know, the, the thing with Kiss It is this new incarnation of the band. They're doing completely non-makeup Kiss, playing all the songs throughout the years. So we actually, you know, why do anything normal when, you know, me, I got to do everything with a twist. So I wanted to mix the world of Marvel Comics and Kiss. So I created the Kiss Multiverse. So now in this particular multiverse is what if Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freeman, and Peter Chris never broke up, took off the makeup and went on to play as if it was the revenge tour, but with the original lineup. So... Um, we are dressing the parts. We will look, you know, we will wear um, uh, appropriate attire to that to, to that era, and we'll be doing stuff from Ace's solo career, Peter's solo career, um, Kiss classics, a few oddballs. So um, you know, it's, it, I I love doing the makeup thing. Absolutely, it's great. Um, but I just wanted to do something completely off the chain and different from what everyone else is doing. There's never been a band with this concept, and I'm sure in six months they'll be funny. You know, I love that idea, especially knowing your background and your history and your talent with art. That idea that it's a Marvel Comics kind of a what if. What if the original lineup had continued? What would they have looked like? I think that's one of the great discussions you could have is what would the original lineup have looked like during, say, Animalizer Asylum? You know, would Peter and uh, Ace have worn all those brightly colored uh, robes, you know, in the same way? And I, I mean, think about it. How many times, even as fans of of the band, we said, "Well, what and that, would the reunion tour happen if Eric Carr was alive? What would the band look like if Vinnie Vincent stayed in it? What would, you know?" So we we wanted to take all those kind of what ifs that we as fans talk about, you know, just for shits and giggles, and and put it on a theater. Let's see what happens. You know, there's there's. I, I don't think anybody's ready for what's going to happen. I think it's really cool. I think the fact that we are uh, we are doing you know stuff like we're doing stuff like uh, Lock Soldiers and we're doing some 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 of the stuff in the eight solo albums. Um, you know, um, uh, Jerry D who plays Ace Shirley, he's, he's got the Alive Plus One jacket and he's got the, the, the whole look. So you know, it, it's it's kind of marrying all these worlds together, and, and, and let's see what 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 it looks like. I'm excited about it. You know, I'm excited, I think, to tell everybody, look, if you're in the sound of my voice and with in driving distance of the, it's the Out and About Bar and Music Lounge, correct? 28390 U.S. Highway 27 in Dundee, Florida. So anybody that's in the Dundee, Florida area, or if you want to hop on a plane, if you're listening in the Bluebell area, hey, fly (laughs) down right now. You got to see this. Because, I mean, obviously, like you said, you will be Gene Simmons. You've been the Gene Simmons for a lot of years going back. I mean, obviously, anybody that's ever seen that Kiss Nation uh, VH1 mock rock, there you are right there talking about that and, you know, showing your life and doing that. And I've seen you in different versions of Kiss bands. 
obviously Jerry, super talented as, as Ace. You have Mickey Licks as Paul and Robin Reed as Peter. Uh, you know, certainly a group that has had a lot of experience in bands and done their thing quite a bit. So it should be an exciting time. It is, and it's great to have two guys in, in Mickey and in Robin. I've never done this before, so it's, it's this is their this is their maiden voyage as well as the band's maiden voyage. So it's really going to be exciting, and uh, they're excited. It's a great group of guys. There's no egos. We love each other. We've got each other's back. And quite frankly, this is going to be something that that I think is going to going to it's going to be very different, and it, it, it's got a lot of eyes on it right now. And uh, we'll see we'll see what happens after uh, the first few shows. Which is fantastic. I mean, obviously, I know you're New York based. You're down in Florida tonight. Do you? Where do you see this band? Do you think we'll get East Coast shows? Philly, New York. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Well, I live in Orlando now permanently, so I, I, I'm I'm no longer a New York resident. You know what, Carlos? I always but, think of you as New York. I don't know. I just I can't get that out of my head that you could be a, a Florida resident. <laughs> well, New York is in the heart, man. That's you know. But um, yeah, we we uh, we actually are talking to um, some of some of our some of my my past booking meetings. Everybody's really excited about this because you know, and and this is not a knock in any way on any other Kiss tribute bands whatsoever. I love the fact that everybody does what they do, but you know, I thought it was like, all right, we have so many makeup tribute bands, and then when you see a non-makeup tribute band, they're either wearing you know solo album shirts or street clothes, um, we're committed to actually looking the part of the band in that era. So we're basically basing this on the revenge look. Because um, obviously that was the best look Gene, Gene had. You know, <laughs> right. I, I, don't, I, I don't own a Phyllis Villa wig. I can't do the, uh, not this style of this yet. <laughs> but, um, and the movie red stickers. But, uh, we, <laughs> but I think, you know, and, and and you know, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, but I look so much like the man out of makeup. I thought it was a natural progression. Which is certainly true, and it's funny, and I mean, obviously, over the years, you've actually been able to work with Gene. I mean, there's photos of you and Gene. You're in that really kind of looks like a Creatures era outfit, and, you know, there's Gene looking at your codpiece uh, admiringly, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of great photos, and I think now, now there's a question, and this is something that I kind of find interesting about tribute bands. You have done Gene with makeup. You've done Gene without makeup. Which do you feel is more comfortable for you? I actually believe it or not, it's it's it's. It, I had to unlearn the makeup stuff because he's very different as a demon. Right. And when you look at the Revenge tour, his look is solidified. He looks fantastic, but he's kind of just not really as active and and sexual as as he is when he has the the, the, the demon armor on. So it, it, it is a little bit of a difference. Um, I personally, I love playing Simmons, uh, the demon version of him, because that that's my wheelhouse, and I've done that for many years, and I, I know that character like the back of my hand. So this is a new venture, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You know? And, and uh, you know, I'll be able to sneak in a few little things here and there, but for the most part, you know, his, his, his demeanor was a little different when it came to, to, to the non-makeup era. 
That's fantastic. I mean, obviously, I think that's what's the exciting thing, especially when you go to see a Kiss tribute band. You want to see the spin that they put on it. How, what do they bring to it? I mean, obviously, there's, you know, like five decades worth of fun Kiss things you can pull from, but you're actually pulling from kind of like revenge era look. Now, set list wise, where are you going to stick? That area, are you going to say that it's basically you are Kiss? Like you said, it's the what if Marvel. Is it as if it's about 1992, but you started in 1973? Correct. So we will do we'll do a celebration of all the Kiss songs, as you as, know, as Kiss Nation and Kiss Nation has done in the past. Um, I thought I always thought uh, it should be a celebration of all songs, all things Kiss, regardless. Uh, you know. They had some great songs in the eighties and the nineties, you know, um, and they had some great they had some great stuff in the seventies. So we will we will have a few odd songs here and there that that we that we don't see many people performing, um, and that's just something that I've always liked to do. So that makes it interesting for us as well. You know, I don't I don't want people to look at their clock and go, "Well, nine thirty, here comes Detroit Rock City, <laughs> right. uh, eleven o'clock, here comes Black Diamond." You know, <laughs> I don't want people to take their time by, by our set list. So the set list will also re- evolve as time goes on. You know, we'll, we'll obviously be adding stuff and taking stuff out. And, um, and you know, listening to the fans. One thing that, that's one thing I've always loved to do. Like, when a fan shouts out a song, we see, you know, this nation used to be able to just pull it off on the feet, on, on the dime. You know, and that was, but that was also because years of us being together and, and rehearsing. And then, you know, at the rehearsal, it's pretty much we were like, hey, you know these songs, but let's mess around with, you know, I. Let's mess around with this, this, and that. And then, it'd be, and then it's just fun for us because it breaks the monotony of playing the theme songs over and over again. Well, it's all the fun stuff. It's all the stuff people clamor to hear, things that maybe they don't get to hear all the time. So obviously, look, everybody in the Florida area that's excited about going to see Kissa tonight at the Out and About Bar and Music Lounge, that's happening tonight if you're listening to the Kiss Room Live, if you're listening to the replay. You missed it, but you know. Hey, look now. Look at the start. But they, actually, but they do. It, but uh, sorry to interrupt. They do. The, the bar does actually do a live stream. Really? So if you find them, yeah. If you find them on, if you find them on Facebook, um, there, there should be a live stream of, of the show tonight. They do. They do stream their shows. Oh, fantastic! That's something exciting. So look, everybody listening to me tonight, you can watch Kiss It with Carlos, and you got Jerry D, Mickey Licks, and Robin Reed. Going to be a lot of fun. Now, look, at the start, as I welcomed you in, I mentioned author, artist, toy and concept designer, ordained minister, and God of Thunder. What else are you working on? I know you've got your wrestling stuff going on. You have your, I see all your great videos where you've got your lucha mask. You're keeping the lucha kind of style alive. You know, what else is going on? I know you're always up to something cool. Oh, yeah. Roller well, the derby. <laughs> Maybe Lucha Derby, Lucha Roller Derby, Lucha Derby. So we, um, we, uh, the mask is a tribute to my father. That was his mask when he was uh, uh, a wrestler. So I always wear that uh, to kind of keep him with me because he's no longer with me. Um, but right now, I have a non, I have a nonprofit foundation called Wrestling with Literacy, um, and our maiden voyage will be next month uh, here in here in Orlando, Florida. And wrestling with literacy is going to be um, where we take famous wrestlers, bring them to inner city um, schools, and they get the kids get a story time, the kids get a photo and an autograph, and then they get a, a, a bag of school supplies and some gifts from, from us to help their journey in, in, uh, in, in, in continuing education and, and showing them how important 
uh, learning to read is. And making it fun, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Education should be fun. Reading is fundamental. Wrestling with literacy. I love that. And I love the idea that, you know, one, you're keeping, you know, the tradition of lucha wrestling alive, but yes. you're also making it relevant to a group of new kids and doing good work and, you know, promoting reading of all things. You know, I think that's just fantastic. I mean, obviously, you know, the inspirations of that, you know, certainly you mentioned your father, you know, being an influence on you as far as wrestling. You know, it's great that you're able to, you know, incorporate things that have been important to you in your life. And make it relevant to a new generation. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, it's all about paying it forward. You know, you have to. We all we're all given some kind of gift, and I think you know whether it's education, whether it's entertainment. You know, pay it forward. Um, and, and you know, everybody everybody deserves entertainment. It doesn't matter where you're born. And, and I know it sounds like a false thing, but it doesn't matter where you're born. It shouldn't be a fault that you can't go and spend. You know, eighty dollars to go see a, to go see a wrestling event, especially if you're a family of four or family of two. And then also, just you know, and I, and I get it again. It's not a knock on anybody's profession, but for somebody to go to a convention and pay two hundred and fifty dollars for a photo, you know, it, it really locks out people who just can't afford that luxury. And um, and they admire these these wrestlers. They admire that what they do. And um, it's a shame that, you know, they can't afford to spend the money to get a, a, a little meet and greet or photograph. So that's what that's part of the charm of what we're doing. We're bringing in these famous wrestlers. We're talking to quite a few of them now. The, uh, they, just the genesis of this took off like wildfire. So many wrestlers are excited about it. They love the concept of it. So, you know, in October, we'll, we'll have the dates, um, hopefully very soon. And, um, you know, there'll be pictures online of the whole event. So that, that, that's, that's something something that's really near and dear to my heart. You know, that's fantastic. You're able to do a lot of good things with your talents, and you're really moving it forward. Uh, we started the show by talking to Chris Sinzak. Obviously, we're talking about Rock and Pot Expo. If anybody wants a meet-and-greet photo with me, it is free, you know, because I realize my fans just want a photo with me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like... Cuddling will no, cost I mean, you extra. Oh, yeah, th th that's more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Can you just get a photo or a photo of you? Is it, is it like a blank photo? Hey, or? if they want to take a photo with me, it's free. I, I won't even. I'll give them a dollar. I'm bringing the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic! And I got my big lens. There you go. <laughs> so look, it sounds like well, obviously. I, I was gonna say, go ahead. It sounds like obviously you're up to a lot of good things. Uh, what else are you working on these days, artwork wise? Artwork wise, we're working on um, Rock and Roll Brat Book Two. Um, those quotes, book two. There's a lot of book twos coming out that promise everybody. Um, and yes, uh, I'm actually working on a um, on a Twilight Zone type book series as well, book of short stories. Wow. Uh, with some cookie stuff in it. You know, and, it, and it's just all about right now just trying to build up the empire. Uh, Rocking the Black, now that's my little co pilot. Like I had the um, prototype made, and you probably guys see her on my Facebook page. Yeah. Stuff. And, uh, so yeah, that's my little co-pilot. She goes with me everywhere. That's the first lady of uh, Los Father Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so you know, that's that's uh, so she actually actually seat in the seatbelt right next to me in the, in the in the car. So, but um, and I'm sure somebody in the truck is looking at me. They probably think I'm demented. And yes, I'm looking right. 
<laughs> you know, if he had been if he had been sitting in full Gene Simmons makeup, that would have cemented it. But the uh, oh, so God. so tonight, kiss it at the Out and About Bar and Music Lounge, two eight three nine zero U.S. Highway twenty seven Dundee, Florida. Carlos, any last minute thoughts you want to share with your Kiss Army friends listening all around the um, planet? I honestly, I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. You guys have been so supportive of me. Like, everybody across the board it means more to me than, than anybody could ever understand. Um, the emails and the text messages and the phone calls and uh, all the positivity on the Facebook pages and the social media pages have been great. Um, I do want to say, guys, if you are checking out um, Out and About Live on their live stream, chime in a little earlier. There's a great, a fantastic band named Bond Syndicate. They're opening for us. Great group of guys. I love them to death. Um, and they're, they're coming on this insane voyage with us. So check them out as well. Show them some love. Let's support original and live music as well. Um, you know, just remember the icons of today, you know, of tomorrow are here today. You just got to support them. You know, nobody starts off as an icon. You know, we are good too. But, um, you know, I, again, Kiss Room and Kiss Fans, Art fans and wrestling fans, I love you guys so much. You guys mean so much to me. And, uh, and I think that's it. Vote for me when I run for president. <laughs> you can add that to the list. If you said author, <laughs> artist, toy, and concept designer, ordained minister, God of Thunder, and president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, that has a um, ring to yeah, it. And I, and, and I still wouldn't have enough to do. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, thanks a million. Thank we'll talk you. to you soon. Have a great show tonight. Thank you, thank you, brother. Thank you, guys. Again, Kiss Room guys, always check these guys out. They, they always got an amazing stuff. The Kiss Band is phenomenal. I love you guys. The Kiss Room Band, a thumbs up, man. You guys are fantastic. Love them. And you're listening to the Kiss Room on Motco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Yeah, look, I hope everybody's having the best time ever. Obviously, I want to thank Chris Sinzak for calling in. I want to thank Carlos Espada for calling in. I want to thank the Kiss Room House Band, of course, because they rule. Now, one last song we're going to play. Actually, Sam Dotton asked, can you play this for me? Send it out to Beth Miller. I want to send this song out also to everybody who's going to go see Peter Chris this weekend and the New Jersey Horror Expo. Len D'Alessio will be there, too. Get a photo from Len. You're going to want to get Peter to sign it. Maybe Len will even sign Where's Matt Porter? So if you yes. see Peter Chris this you know weekend, you could tell him you heard it about on the Kiss Room, although you probably already knew because you were probably already on your way. You already had your ticket. You're having the best time ever, and you're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet. If I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing. And we just can't find the sound Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? You say you feel so empty that our house just ain't a home And I'm always somewhere else And you're always there alone Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? What can I do? Some people bag on that song. I love that song. I, you know, I, I just love I it. I remember sitting in my friend Michael Walsh's parents' bedroom when I bought the single, and his parents go, that's a kiss too. Yeah, right? I, yeah, that year when I put it out, and I remember because it was, what, same year as Paul Lynn's special. Think about that, actually, even though, look, obviously it's all lip-synced and everything, but I think that version where Peter is sitting at that piano in that haunted castle-looking thing, and do I love that. And I think it's like the definitive kind of like version. Poo. 
Hey, oh, and you know, you, you, you're going to brush your fangs, Margaret. <laughs> I, come on. We grew up in an area, you know. Hey, like look, a, and of course, next month will be Halloween. We'll talk about a lot of that stuff uh, in a Halloween issue. Who knows what we'll have going on in October? Oh, I know what I got going one, on. One last thing before we go. That is true. When we meet again in October, it will be close to the Kiss Cruise. We talked to Joe D'Angelo last month to get people psyched up. Yeah. Bobby will be the official photographer of cruise fest yes so everybody with the sound of my voice that's going on the cruise look for bobby because he'll be looking for you with his lens yes. and getting your picture so you'll smile for bobby and you're gonna say yeah give me those bobby pearly Durer? whites and you know i can sit there and oh my god pearl drops <laughs> <laughs> what were those things two minutes in one yeah right well so now look obviously that's coming up so look everybody that listened to me september you got info on rock and pod start thinking about coming to that in march you heard carlos espada they're live streaming tonight if you're not in the florida area if you're in the florida area go see them if you have your kiss room t-shirt on and you get a photo with them even better but hey look we're having a good time i'm glad you could all spend the time with us i I started off that the show again with that clip where Gene says, you know, it's the legal high. You know, it's where you forget about that. Maybe you had a problem at work or with your girlfriend, you had a fight or you got to fight the traffic. It really is all about that escape. We're having the best time ever. Obviously, look, I had a pretty good week myself and uh, some good things happened. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Bobby, any last minute thoughts before we wrap it up for the day? Well, big thank you again, Chris and Zach, for calling in. You know, for my show, Mark Weiss, everything, being a fan of both shows, Mark talking about you selling pictures in front of a Kiss concert and everything. Look forward to everything there. Joe D'Angelo, I mean, everybody, and the Kiss House Room Band. You guys are hitting it out of the park. Look, the other thing I got to think that's really cool, our friend, Fran Galanti is opening up for Mr. Ted Poley. At Eric Miller's house party. So if you're going to go check something else, Eric Miller does house parties. Ted Pauly opening up Newtown, Pennsylvania. I think it's called Stone Turtle Concert. Yeah, Series. it's got a little turtle in it. It's got a whatever. But he's had some great, amazing artists. Everybody from Jeffrey Gaines, Jeff Scott Soto, uh, uh, Jeffrey Beal. I mean, uh, Jason Beeler from uh, Saigon Kick. Saigon Kick. Love is on the way. <laughs> hey, look, this is why you tune into Monaco Radio so you can hear Bobby crooning just for you yeah oh god so look come back next month thank you again to everybody who's bothered to listen if you just listen to us for two hours i certainly do appreciate that there's a lot going on in the world obviously we just try and have as much much fun as we can nothing but love people nothing but love right here in the kiss room on monco radio where music and minds meet That you are our fans, but don't you ever forget we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. 
Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'll be weird. 